Welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast with your hosts, Mike, JB, and Chris. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done so, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button and turn on all notifications. Really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, links in the description down below. Fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. Guarantee you won't be disappointed. And most importantly, it's absolutely free to join. Let's get into some crypto talk. JB, how we doing, bro? What's going on, everybody? I'll be the first one to wish you here. A happy new year. And I hope you guys are not too hungover. <laughs> um, yeah. What is going on, guys? New year, new start, fresh start. Let's hope for some uh, good entertaining time in the space this year. Hopefully no bad actors. They're all gone. 2022 is behind us, and let's move on with 2023. How are you doing, Chris? Yeah, good. Um, good job you're asking me pre-first uh, of January 2023, because I'll probably be worse for wear uh, watching this, like holding my head. Um but yeah, look, uh, I think it's it, it's probably a good time and fitting to wish everybody a happy new year. Do let us know in the comments below what your new year resolution is. Uh, really interested to read through the the comments below. Um, yeah, I've got a, a huge challenge of losing five stone uh, as mine, uh, so I'm gonna start you know getting a wiggle on with that. Um, but yeah, all good. Uh, looking forward to 2023. I think it's going to be an immense year. I'm so excited. I think uh, 2022, uh, although it was a rough year uh, from an investment point of view, uh, has been a terrific year uh, from a cheeky crypto channel point of view with all the, the milestones and achievements that we've made as a team uh, and as a community. Just been a long, it was a long year, 2022. It's just, it just felt like it was so long. So yeah, welcoming in 2023, let's hope for the better. So if we can get some more positive podcasts going as the news hopefully starts kind of transitioning into a better, better position. Obviously we all still think there's a little bit more downside to come, but you know, hopefully we'll start kind of like dredging our way out of it. Right. So um, Chris, for the listeners who don't know what five stone is, can you please give us an idea of pounds? How many, how much five stone is? It's around 70 pounds. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. Also I, could known, use, I could lose the same. Also known as uh, a Joey. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's, uh, that was good. That was yeah. good. I don't even know where to go with that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, 2023. Um, super excited for it. Uh, ready to get the ball rolling. Uh, podcast is set up. Obviously, we've got we finally got JB and I finally got set up. Cameras are good. JB's got a new PC. I got a new setup. So we we really we've we're putting a lot into getting this podcast going, getting the gaming channel going. Discord is going to be huge this year. Go ahead. I'm going to even put in subtitles as you can see down somewhere down here. Uh, so yeah, look, we're we're making a few different changes, trying to make it as engaging as possible. Uh, obviously, it's not going to help if you're listening uh, on Spotify or any of the other streaming platforms. Um, <laughs> we've already got immense audio, so um, apologies if we get people on for interviews that perhaps don't have the same mics as us. Um, but the Jira one was uh, was cool, man. The, the um, Sean had a very very good setup audio wise so yeah it's a a really great interview and uh expect more great interviews uh in 2023 there's lots that we're going to be looking to stack up yeah straight off the back of that 2022 you know you guys before obviously i came on who you guys absolutely smashed this space chris the the interviews this is obviously new to the channel to an extent and 
you know, you've absolutely smashed interviews out of the park. Myself and Mike, we're now jumping on there with you. So obviously that's a whole new experience, something we're thoroughly enjoying. And I do expect more of the same, maybe even some bigger, more exclusive interviews over this next calendar year. You know, watch this space. This is obviously, I've got high expectations for this year. My expectations are super high. I won't disclose them right now, but over time, obviously, I will disclose what I expect for this year, um, what what my goals are, where I want to uh, be, what I want to achieve. So high expectations for 2023. I feel it's going to be an absolute banger. What What's uh, one New Year's resolution, JB, that you have? One. <clears throat> I've got a few. Just one. Just one. Um, oh, <laughs> in particular, I do. I want to buy another motorbike. I know that's... I'll say that in English. What'd you say? Another motorbike. Oh, a motorbike. I was yeah. like, what did he say? <laughs> Sorry, I was getting excited. I, I was thinking about motorbikes and I started talking too fast. But yeah, yeah, personally, I want to buy another motorbike. It's just things that I like. But in in this kind of space, I need to learn more. We spoke about this in the last podcast. If you just haven't checked that one out, guys, do check it out. The New Year's Eve special. I had everybody on there. Brilliant. Get to meet the team. What's going on? But I did say I want to learn more about the space. I am still very <clears throat> young in this space, 18 months, nearly coming up two years almost. So I want to learn more. I've completed, obviously, the portfolio. I'm happy with understanding for that. You know, it's really good. I've completed the Elliott Wave course. I'm jumping back in the tuition when, obviously, it goes live, which won't be long. So I've got a better understanding and I'm more confident with what I'm doing. As I said before, I had a, a good understanding for the Elliott Wave and I was confident what I was doing, then a couple of things invalidated, maybe knocked the confidence a little bit. So yeah, this year for me is going to be another year of learning. You never stop learning, guys. If you stop learning, you get complacent. So it's just kind of going to be a rinse and repeat, just learning all over again. Keep it going. How about yourself, Chris? Yeah, I think learning, uh, as said on on some of the other podcasts with the likes of All In and the Crypto Boys, uh, learning was the the biggest thing for for 2022 as a year, right? There was lots of learnings uh, for for lots of different people, uh, all different levels of experience as well. And I thought that was a, a fascinating interview. So, you know, if you missed that, do check that one out. And um, you know, we had the the podcast. Obviously, it went out yesterday with the the cheeky crypto team. At least some of them, and uh, all of them were able to attend. It was rather short notice, but. Um, you know, I think the the theme that was really apparent from from that was that the team are all learning uh, different skill sets that they they didn't have, and they're acquiring them from the likes of the course, uh, the Elliott Wave Theory course, and and so forth. And uh, I think that makes a, a more well-rounded team so definitely jump in the discord um or look at patreon if you you wish to become a member because you know this stuff is 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 really um supportive when you're you're new in the the space and you haven't got that level of experience um that perhaps is required to, to navigate in a bear market recession right and i think a lot of people perhaps They've been humbled a little bit by, you know, the the market, you know, people that called the the bottom in June uh, and were adamant that that was the bottom. Um, you know, I, I do kind of feel that a few people have been found out and um, it's going to be interesting because, you know, they would uh, they would say that they have a lot of experience um, in the space. And the the great thing about a community like what we have in the discord is there's very, very levels of experience. And you can learn so much from people um, that have made lots of mistakes in the space. Uh, so you don't have to. Yeah, what I think uh, was great about 2022 was rough. 
one thing that I helped, uh, I think helped towards the end was unfortunately the, the FTX collapse, right? I think what it taught people is to not leave your shit on exchanges. Um, and I think going forward uh, into 2023, where we're getting close to the bear market bottom is that when people do buy these assets uh, and they, they get back involved in the market, um, I think that people now understand that they need to purchase and pull off, right? I think that's going to be something as far as learning, right? We're talking about learnings from 2022. I think going into 2023, one thing that I personally uh, is making sure that I do remove all of my stuff off uh, of, of those exchanges once you purchase them, wherever you purchase them. I don't think it really matters um, as long as you're going to take it off. And I think that's going to be a big moving forward into 2023. I think that um, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping regulation does come about. Uh, I, th I think there's definitely going to be leaps and bounds in 2023 of regulation getting started and moving a little bit quicker. I'm hoping by the end of the year, there is some really strong regulation in there. Um, so learning wise, I think that's probably one of the biggest things that hopefully retail like myself took away from 2022 was that uh, closing out 2022. So SBF at the time of this recording uh, is supposed to be entering a plea deal. Now, whether or not, I don't know how many years he gets, what, what info is he going to give? Like, you know, this, this thing runs really deep, you know? And, and I think Chris, you've said it all along, like, like this, uh, this runs deep, right? Oh, look, it, it runs so deep, so deep that I don't think that he's actually going to make it to to really give like any you know real i i guess uh mind-blowing uh evidence or, or or story or or whatever i just don't think that that's going to happen for whatever reason i i think it's it's bizarre how he's managed to 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 get out um on on, on a bail of you know i just think that's just it's crazy if there was ever a flight risk he would be it yeah i agree with you on that and Let's see. Alameda Research started selling some of its Ethereum holdings <laughs> also. So I don't I don't know how that's even possible. Like someone please tell me how they even still have the ability to sell. Chris, please help me understand. How do they still have the ability to sell Ethereum right now? Uh, no, I don't know. I really don't. Um, whether Isn't it them... all tied up in bankruptcy or no? Well, I mean, clearly not. If it was, they wouldn't be able to, to just sell it, right? Um, it, it seems very, very off. I don't get it. It says there's there's an article, December 29th, Alameda Research liquidates Ethereum-based token holdings for Bitcoin. Data from Arkham Intelligence indicated that $1.7 million worth of tokens was sold. How? I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand how. Mm. Alameda linked wallets. Here, it's, it goes deeper. It says from Alameda linked wallets, sold in the open market over a span of several hours on Wednesday. It sparked concerns on crypto Twitter that the sales would trigger a steeper fall in prices and tokens. And there was quite a collapse on that day, 29th, as you saw altcoins start bleeding out pretty heavily. Um, so I guess, you know, once you see Ethereum start dropping, people get really scared. That's when the fear sets in. People start offloading the remainder of their altcoins. I think people have started to feel a little bit more comfortable in exchanges now. So now they've reloaded the exchanges back up with their stuff to sell. Mm. So, you know, is this finally going to be that, that event, right? That we've been talking about that one more shakeout. No, 
Nah, I'll tell you what the biggest uh, event and that that shakeout's likely to be. Like probability would would be uh, grayscale for me. Um, the contagion from FTX Genesis will lead to the, the in my opinion anyway, grayscale having to sell or liquidate their BTC position. How much? How much BTC did grayscale hold? Uh, Six hundred thousand BTC. Holy shit. That's yeah, a just, lot of Bitcoin. Just, just let you let that settle in right there, right? Like uh I, I think, you think they that, would have to liquidate all of it? Maybe not all of it. No, that's a bit extreme. But like I, I can see them being in a position where they're gonna have to liquidate a large, a large percentage. And um I think that we are likely to see a I want to say black swan event, but it isn't really the right terminology because we kind of know that there's a number of different things that could lead to to you know lower prices within the the crypto market so it's not really a black swan event it's really that there's a whole lineup of different you know i, I guess ways that we could end up getting there um uh, for me grayscale is just one of them i think you know it's all going to kind of stem from genesis now you know there's people out there they're saying genesis are going to be all right but it's gone eerily quiet for me and very quiet um, yeah and just because somebody in i guess a prominent position says that you know it's going to be okay like we've heard that they're gonna you know open up the the withdrawals again and and all this sort of like i'm just going to label it now as bs you know how many uh ceos said that they were they were liquid and there was no problems the ceo of uh celsius did the ceos um i say ceos the ceo or um you know I guess high level management, uh, director level, uh, um, BlockFi said the same thing. Voyager said the same thing. Uh, Sam, uh, um, FTX said the same thing. Like there's there's a trend here, right? Like well, so Binance know. says the same thing. Are you nervous about Binance? Uh, I'm not so nervous about Binance because there's a clear agenda. Uh, the agenda is that you know they are the mechanism that caused the the collapse by you know, saying they were going to sell FTT. But ultimately, if they didn't, someone else would have or something would have happened and they would have been found out. And, you know, we'd be in the same position we are now, maybe maybe far worse, right? Who knows? Um, so I think there's a clear agenda. Um, some very powerful people, you know, like I said earlier, it, it goes deep, right? It goes very, very deep, this FTX stuff. And um, yeah, look, you know, a lot of these people own the media outlets, right? And they can kind of control the way the media goes. Well, yeah, we've seen that as well before. Though. We, talk, we spoke briefly on uh, Sam had obviously had holdings in a media company. Do you know what I mean? This, yeah. The river runs deep here, really deep. So I think folk really need to invest their time looking at it. One of the things that's sticking out right now with me was uh, Caroline Ellison. Um, I'm actually just going to quickly read what she wrote here um, in her play deal. Um, obviously, she was a... She was a co-CEO, then the full CEO of Alameda Research, and she's actually admitted in her play deal that while she was CEO, um, she understood that Alameda had made numerous large illiquid venture investments and lent money to Sam Bankman-Fried and other F FTX executives. In and around June 2022, she agreed with others to borrow several billion dollars from FTX to repay those loans. So we see the big circle spinning here. Everything's coming back round on itself. How these companies working together 
have ruined so many lives by spending money that isn't theirs, taking money that isn't theirs, and leaving a massive hole in the space. I just don't yeah. understand what makes them think that they were going to get away with something that was, you're running billions of dollars through it. Like, I just don't, like, were you just brought up stupid? Like, I just don't understand that. Like, if you know something's wrong, I mean, I get it. Like, murder is murder. I understand. So maybe these people are just out to be like, Maybe that's just how their brain resonates, right? You start a scheme, you got to follow through with the scheme. But I just don't understand how you don't think you're going to get caught when you're on Capitol Hill talking to people, you're talking with the SEC, you like, what the, f like, how dumb are people? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me, but I, I hate that people got screwed because of people's fucking greed and it's just so fucking annoying. Yeah. It pisses I, me off. I kind of feel like they, they just think that they're, they're untouchable. Clever. But maybe they think they're untouchable. Untouchable, more clever um, than than everyone else around them. And that's normally how they get found out, right? There's a lot of bad actors that have gotten found out in 2022. It's a, yeah. it's a shame. It's a shame. Shady-ass people. But, you um, know, it, it needs, it needs um, this sort of uh, stuff to happen in order to get the regulation. You know, what, what is mind-blowing to me is um, Gary Gensler, the SEC, <laughs> coming out and um basically you know kind of how i perceive it anyway is um like blaming crypto you know this is this is um a, a crypto problem and we're gonna regulate for enforcement and um you know they haven't given any clarity the sec are as much the problem as they are the uh resolution i guess to to, to the issue with the fact that they are you know, part of a group that will be responsible for, for regulations or regulating the space. I just think the uneducated responses from all these high ups has been quite the issue, right? Like, how can you say it's crypto's fault? All crypto is, is technology, right? That people are invested in. That's essentially when it, what it all boils down to is crypto is technology. And you don't want to take the time to learn it, but yet you're going to sit here and, you know, talk bad about it or whatever do something to protect the people. That's that's your job. Your job is to protect people from getting hurt. So that should be your focus. And that's the part that's frustrating as a retail person is that all people are do all people are doing is fucking pointing fingers and nobody's actually doing shit. Rather than point fingers, go fucking do something. Well, let's like, let's, let's look at this. Let's have a look at this. Um can you see that as that come up? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So this is the SEC website this yeah we are here for investors <laughs> yeah like right i just want to go over this right like the sec protects investors promotes fairness in security markets and shares information about companies and investment professionals to help investors make informed decisions <laughs> and invest with confidence uh, right uh, like uh, i haven't got their um their mission uh on on this particular page um, but basically their mission statement has three points in it. Um, let's see if it's in here somewhere. There must be about, maybe it's about, uh, where's their mission? Like, I think it's important to, to cover it. Um, maybe I'll just Google it. Uh, Type it in it. The, yeah. CC there you go. Mission. It was uh, just right there. To protect investors, maintain fair, orderly, and efficient markets, and facilitate capital formation. 
Yeah. So that, that, that is their, their mission statement, three bullet points. Now I'm just going to be the absolute arsehole that I am. And, uh, I'm just going to point out the, um, part of, uh, I think it's the, uh, FTX, uh, no, not FTX. Uh, it's BlockFi. Yeah. Part of the BlockFi, um, claimants, I guess, uh, that are likely to get money out of the bankruptcy. Guess who's top of the list? No idea. SEC. The SEC. Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm serious, right? So, like, if you want to talk about being being fair and uh, uh, let me just find the details, like, and, and um, it all stems from, <laughs> like, this is just, this is blows my So if you guys, mind. so just while Chris is looking that up, so if you guys, if you guys are listening to this while you're on Spotify, you might want to go check this, this podcast out on YouTube. Uh, and if you haven't been on YouTube before, make sure you smash that like and subscribe button. Uh, we really would uh, appreciate that. But uh, so, go ahead, Chris. So BlockFi agrees to pay 100 million in penalties, um, you know, because uh, obviously their their lending product um, didn't met, meet the regulations. Uh, the SEC obviously put a hundred million dollar fine on them, right? Fair fair dues protecting consumers. But as part of the bankruptcy for BlockFi, top of the list is SEC, and they are going to take $30 million. $30 million. So is that a fair market? I'm just going to put that to you. That's not fair, is it? Is that is that protecting investors? You know, all those investors that, you know, had money or crypto on BlockFi, would you say the SEC being top of the list is you know um i guess uh looking after the investors and you know supporting the investors they should no. wipe wipe that shit clean 30 million dollars sec wipe that shit clean that is not protecting it you know investors it's bullshit it's absolute bullshit it's nonsense it's mind-blowing like it, it's Garrett, going Garrett, to take so long for people to get their money back anyways yeah, but like they won't get it back because the SEC are top of the list. They're getting their money back. They're getting their 30 million first. Like, fuck right off, Gary yeah. Gensler. Fuck off. <laughs> we see, yeah. We're seeing this as well with the likes of FTX. Though. So FTX Japan have said they are going to uh, grant eligible candidates the ability to release their money out of FTX. So who are these ones that are going to be granted the ability to release their money? It's not going to be Tom, Dick, and Harry. It's going nah. to be the big players in the space. They're making it out as if it's, you know, they're doing us a favor. But you're damn sure it's not going to be your average investor that's getting their money yeah. back. It's the high players, it's the high rollers in the game. Yeah, it's, let, it's, corruption. it's corruption at the highest level. Let, and let's let's just, you know, be like really brutal about it. But like the SEC, you're failing on two of your three counts of yep. your mission statement. Definitely. You're absolutely effing it up. Gary Gensler, take a look in the mirror quit your job find somebody that can do it i'll come do it i'll do it at half the price i'll do it better i'll do it part-time and do it better <laughs> than you like honestly you're talking about regulating crypto through enforcement like uh, it's just bullshit it's just absolute nonsense the um the sec have been asked for clarity from ripple for so long for so long why not just give the clarity the reason is because it's corrupt it runs deep. yeah what is the what 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 is taking so long for the ripple case like like either it is or it isn't like 
why would this take for fucking years to to figure out read between the lines they if they had a bulletproof solid case of what they're trying to prove it would be settled by now it'd be classified as security and you fucking move on right why why is it why are we lingering here that's my take on it they want to do that i think they're in trouble their case isn't strong enough they can't prove what they're trying to prove so they're dragging arse out it to protect themselves because when ripple win and i'm saying when ripple win if it's not settled when ripple win there's going to be a whole host of things that will come off the back of this the sec don't want ripple to win we well yeah because they're gonna have a fucking win. yeah they're gonna have a shit storm on them uh yeah so yeah, yeah like go just, go xrp it's oh, just yeah. just my opinion like all of this stuff it's all just my opinion but like just take a look at it and ask yourself like has gary gensler you know done a good job has he protected investors or is this you know shit that keeps coming out of his mouth you know and uh being in the media around you know how they're gonna they're now they're now gonna focus on crypto and you know uh you know i can't remember the terminology that they use but you know then they're, they're now going to come down hard on crypto it's like you should have been dealing with this previously like mm-hmm. It's it's an absolute joke. Why did it get yeah. to the point it's got to? How did they let it get this far? They're benefiting from it. Yeah, exactly. Like plain and simple, they're benefiting from where it's got to. They have made so much money off the back of it. They're going to continue to make so much money off the back of it. The reason everything takes so long is they're continuing to generate money out of everything that's going on. So that's my take on it. Anyways, they're they, they're happy for this all to drag out because they're constantly generating money off the back of the shit storm that's going on. Yeah. Corruption but you would think that they would want you would think that they would want regulation to happen because then fees would start applying right so then you create regulations amongst exchanges and cryptocurrencies and then you could basically maybe there's fees that would be involved and then you would start making more money that way too like i i just wish the the regulation i think there there's a committee right that's starting to talk about all of this stuff but there, it's not enough of a priority um i think and- i think that i think there's a few problems sorry to cut you off i think you're good i think there's one problem is like like the these indip- individuals that are like you know in these cabinets and deciding like what the policies are, are likely to be are still using like a nokia like as their phone like <laughs> the blackberry <laughs> yeah blackberries you know they're they're, they're so out of touch with like reality and you know i i just think that's one problem like you know they're they're stuck in they're stuck in like you know what securities are and and like they haven't updated the the howie test and and stuff like that i just think that there's that they're just stuck in, in in like the old days and uh you know they just a lack of willingness to to move on and and all this sort of stuff i think is a real big problem but that's one problem i think the other problem is you know the types of people that you're seeing you know talk about crypto on particularly the american uh news channels you know like they're questionable people at at best uh and then you've got the likes of kevin o'leary i mean like this guy is just an absolute douchebag like you know in my opinion and these are the sorts of people that are saying what crypto is and how they believe that it should be regulated. Sam Bankman-Fried, like you can't make this shit up. 
get some proper people that actually understand the technology, like the underlying technology and, you know, have people's best interests at heart. Well, isn't that why Charles has been going and speaking in front of the committee and, you know, really trying to rally, you know, like uh, XRP CEO and, you know, um, people like that to go and discuss it and talk about it. Oh, uh, I, I think I agree with you. Go ahead. That that is exactly what's needed. The likes of Charles, the likes of Brad Garlinghouse, uh, right. David Swartz. You know, you could, easy. Yeah, you, you could you could list off a whole host of a whole host of people in crypto, like in prominent positions, that would be way better to be stood there, sort of uh, supporting you know with the the right type of regulations and legislation and you know, the requirements that are needed for a sandbox and, and all this sort of stuff. I just think there's so many better placed individuals than, than what we've seen. And maybe we're starting to see the likes of Charles, you know, and, and well, it's that, because but... they're not putting money towards these people. So they're not going to get to talk about it. Right. Like, yeah. like they're not going to be the first one. Sam Bankman fried gave money to these fucking people. And so he's going to be the first one that gets called to yeah. say, Hey, do you want to come talk on Capitol Hill about crypto and give us your fucking thoughts because you gave us all 10 million each to, yeah you know, do whatever. So it's corrupt, think, like you said. Yeah. And I just think it's, it's dangerous. Even BitBoy's like, you know, up there now, like what the hell's going on? Like this, this, <laughs> this is, it, it, I, I, I sometimes I'm just sat here pulling out my hair, just thinking what on earth is going on with this world? Like, don't get me wrong. I think BitBoy, like, you know, he's, he's um, got the right, um, I, I guess the right. Uh, he believes in crypto. He believes in crypto. So it's uh, good to have him as an advocate. I, I just, it, yeah, it, he just doesn't understand enough about the, the actual underlying technology. Like, let's be like brutally clear. I think he's coming from a good place and I think that's good. But, you know, you need to have people that actually understand the the technology far deeper. Tech, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, it's because I think the people on Capitol Hill don't, don't truly recognize it as technology yet because it's still similar to like Amazon being in Jeff Bezos garage. Mm. Right. So it's still kind of like, they're kind of not understanding the concept of web three, possibly. Maybe yeah. they don't get it. Maybe they just look at it as a cryptocurrency and they're not looking at the underlying part of what crypto actually is, which is technology. So yeah. until, like you said, everyone that's on Capitol Hill is all old as fuck, right? They, they, they probably still have an AOL account that they are still talking to their friends on. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the type, type of technology. And so because of that, I think you're right. It's going to take longer because they're not willing to educate themselves on it. But, but bringing the lights of Charles to say Sonny Lou, um, you know, bringing people, bringing people to Capitol Hill to explain what it is would essentially in help with investors getting screwed. Right. Because yeah, yeah. then then you know what you're regulating. You know how to protect the people. And yeah. then you marry everything together and then you just create regulation and everybody's fucking safe. Like yeah. it's, but it's not, it's, it's the willingness to want to learn it mm. and, and get, look, look, my mom, she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't want to learn about it. She doesn't yeah. care. She doesn't yeah. give a shit. And she's the same age as half the fucking people on Congress. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think that, so, that, that is, that is part of the, 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 the problem. And when I'm, calling out BitBoy, right? Don't take this as like, I, I dislike BitBoy. This is, uh, I don't think influencers 
should be the ones like be it Kevin O'Leary, yeah. be it BitBoy, be it Coin Bureau, like you know whoever. Like this isn't a BitBoy thing. It's just easy to call him out because of obviously everything that he's been talking about recently. But you know it should be those prominent people that are behind the technology, like the actual like people that are you know positive for 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 the crypto, for the technology, and not just for making a quick buck. So in essence, guys. Take, what we're trying to get you to take away from this is we want the Avengers to assemble and sort this shit out. And who are your av- Avengers? For Listen. me, I would have Brad Garlinghouse, yeah. Charles Hoskinson, put me in a spot and I forgot his name. Oh my days. I would, I would, I would generally actually probably put Vitalik in there. I don't, I don't, I, I think Vitalik. I would agree with Vitalik being involved in that as he is one of the earliest adopters and earliest creators of the technology. I don't see why he shouldn't be there. Sonny Lee would be my fourth. What about you, Mike? Those four. I, 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 like, I agree completely with, I don't know enough people like Chris, you probably know way more people like involved in the space. I mean, you can't say Dr. Ben Gertzel, but I guess you could because he's a doctor and he's involved with AI and AI is huge right now. I think that would be another one that could, that could, potentially speak on behalf of the technology side of it um the only reason uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't put ben gertzel in there is i don't think that they are big enough in the space just yet whereas obviously the ones i previously mentioned they're obviously huge players in the space and another one of key another key factor i left off there is a, a ceo of an exchange because i think that would have possibly a more biased yeah but they're gonna bring fucking it. coinbase guy on there yeah and nobody that's, likes that fucking guy that's exactly i wouldn't have uh, CEOs or leaders of exchanges on there have leaders of these independent projects that are trusted in the space that you know we, we do believe that are, these guys are the good guys in the space I, I'd like to see this kind of thing happen yeah because you remember Coinbase is publicly traded yeah so you know of course they're going to want that guy what's his name Brian Armstrong is that the guy's name how about yourself Crystal what, what, what would you uh, I, I think for me like Brad Garlinghouse would definitely be on there. Uh, Danielle Dixon would be somebody that I'd like to see on there as well. So, you know, we're going what? Um, Brad Garlinghouse, Danielle Dixon. Um, I, I, I think the Charles would be a no brainer. Um, uh, David Swartz, I'd like to see there as well. I think that would be, you know, really interesting. Um, maybe even somebody like Jeb McCaleb. Um, you know, I, I just think that there's there's some real prominent people in there, but I agree. I wouldn't have anybody from exchanges. I wouldn't have um, you know, uh I wouldn't have influencers. I just think that they have to be prominent in like top tier uh projects. Dr. Ben Gertzel would be a, a, another good one. Uh I don't know whether we'd have like the the interest in 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 doing that sort of stuff. Um but yeah, like I think those sorts of individuals would be would be the people that I would like to see sort of advocate uh, for for crypto as a uh, as a group of uh, Avengers. I think that would be uh, crypto Avengers. Uh, I think that would be good. <laughs> I think I overall like here we need Chris to go and stand up on Capitol Hill and say, look, this is what we need to do to sort of this space <laughs> out. You know, this is this is how we keep us safe. This is what we need to do. Because fundamentally, I think we are we're totally correct in what we're seeing here. We need leaders of the industry to step forward, speak up and, you know, get the elder statesmen here to understand what the hell is going on. This is the future. We're ready for the modern world. The next 
iteration of the internet, this kind of stuff does need to happen. And again, I think it all does tie back to regulations. And I do think United Kingdom may be the first to take the step on all this. Yeah, I think, I think they will lead the market. I think with with the UK, my my worry is it is just scumbags that are, are leading it to you know basically you know fill or line their their own pockets, and uh, I I still think it's very uh, corruption led. Um, yeah, it's just my opinion. I think um, you're totally right there. We've got a millionaire running the country who's married into a billionaire family, telling folk on minimum wage that are going to food banks how how to spend their money and how that x amount of weeks enough to get by. Yeah, it's totally unfair. It's it's hypocritical, and I think it's the worst thing. It's one of the worst things that's happened in the UK. It can't be any worse than Boris Johnson, but that's my personal opinion. Oh, I I just feel like a lot of these people that are in power are just way out of touch with reality, and you know, it's a byproduct of of what it is that they're doing. I guess you know, in the respect of politics, you know, how many politicians and leaders do you see coming from from nothing uh to to lead in a, a country it's very very uh rare that you see something like that in my opinion all right last topic and then we're gonna wrap things up can solana withstand all of this crashing that's happened over the last couple of days uh my my short answer is yes really um, why well price wise i i think it's going to get annihilated um but like this isn't the first time I, I said this, right? I first called um to short Solana uh just over thirty six dollars. Where are we at now, Mike? Time of recording? Mm. Eight eight dollars. A pretty good call, right? Pretty fucking smash on. Yeah. Um and, and I, I would I... say by this goes out, I bet you it's at four dollars. I was just about to say uh, I said that it'd go below five dollars. Um, so I do think it's going to get annihilated uh, price-wise. Uh, do I think that it will recover? Yes. Do I think that it'll go on to do well? It's got the potential to, but it really depends. Depends on the team. And this is this is the thing, right? This is why I kind of always say when you you look at projects and you go do your own research, team is so important. Like, it, can... isn't it so backed by SBF and his cohorts though? Like, like, like the price is. I mean, there's get articles all over the place the talking price... about. Yeah, the price is going to get annihilated. This is what I'm saying. But the price doesn't dictate like the level of technology that sat beneath the hood. That was down how many times this year? It's been down a, a lot because they rushed <laughs> it to market. Yeah. That's, what? Exactly, that's exactly what, what I would pin to that as well. Is, you know, the outages they've had, nobody... I don't understand, sorry, I, I've, I was going to start that sentence off wrong there. I don't understand why people would have so much confidence in this. If it has had so many outages, it's been rush to the market so fast that it's got so many frailties to us to see such an unstable project being presented to us to, to, for us to invest into. We've seen an absolute tanking in the market for Solana. It doesn't fill me with trust. I've never been interested in a project that's just for full transparency. I've got no interest in it whatsoever. But I find it hard to understand why there would be so much interest and enthusiasm behind something which has got such an uncertainty behind it and it's got such an unpredictable market all these outages it's just it's for me it's just a very bizarre peculiar project that's been given to us in the stage that it's in i just think the greed led to people giving a shit about solana because they saw the run on it it went up to almost 250 dollars. people made a shit ton of money on it there's big names that back it 
Um, and so people overlook the, the, the outages. And but the problem with outages is then it ties back to everything we just discussed as far as regulation is concerned. Outages leads, leads to hacks and you know, shit going wrong. And then people get screwed. Basically. So I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. It'll get annihilated price-wise. Um, they will continue. You've, you've said that. They will continue building um, and it will survive and it will go on and it will do okay. You like Solana. I can, I feel that. I, I, I couldn't give two shits about Solana, if I'm honest. It's not in my portfolio. We sold it $189. <laughs> $189 and we're out. We said we got there. We got out. Uh, there's a video on YouTube. Uh, every go have a look at the comments. Everyone telling us we were wrong. I remember. I remember. Yeah, um, and we made that decision. Now, like I got back in for the portfolio builder. Um, I got a bit fed up with the outages. So I pulled it at like $39, $40 around that sort of figure. Um, we took a little bit of a hit on it, but like uh, it looked like it was a good call to to get out of it at the time. But I do think that you know, just like Ethereum in the early days, it had problems, very similar problems. And uh, look where Ethereum got to in the previous bull bull market. Look where it is now; it's fairly stable, I would say. Um, yeah. You know, it's not really wanted to go down beneath sort of one thousand dollars really for for any length of time. Um, so look. I think Solana is going to be very, very similar in in that regard. I, I don't think that it's um, a project that I'm going to invest in, um, but I I do think that it will go on and it will do all right. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a, a a lot of damage still to to happen. I feel. Yeah. So be careful out there, everybody. Make sure you're careful, careful, careful. All right, boys. Let's wrap shit up. Um, so as we do wrap this up, I'm going to put one thing to you guys. One thing that you're really looking forward to in the space in 2023. Pick one thing. Bike. One thing that I'm looking forward to in 2023? In the crypto space. Well, for, for my money, regulation. Because then investors come in and then I buy everybody's fear and then I make a shit ton of money because now everybody decided to come back because there's regulation. So, and also just to protect everybody. Key. Chris, uh, <laughs> one thing that I'm really excited about is visiting the US to meet up with some of the community. That's awesome. I like when that. are you coming? To, when are you coming to the US? Uh, in May. Oh fuck yeah, that's dope. Are you gonna come join me in Miami? Maybe. Tell me when, because I'm about to book my business for May. May eighteenth. Okay. Why May 18th? Bitcoin. How's our conference? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Miami conference. I heard that thing is fucking Yeah, it's nuts. not me popping. Yeah, I heard that thing is crazy shit. Yeah, so it should be good. So, I might yeah. not survive that weekend. <laughs> I, uh, I might go. not either. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. heard that's wild. JB, what are you looking forward to? Uh, it's the obvious XRP ripple. I'm so excited ah. to see what happens on outcome of this case. As it's settled, the ripple win. I want to know what happens here. This is I think this is going to be the, the catalyst for the future of the market. Let's call it that. If if Ripple do win this case, it's going to change the outlook on certain things within the market. If it's settled, you know, it might not do anything major. It'll just rock at the price of XRP. 
You know what would be nice is if the case would get settled before regulation was discussed yep. so that there was clarity going into regulation. So that would be nice. So uh, uh, Maxine Walters, I know you watch our podcast and you're a big name up on Capitol Hill. Could you make Gary Gensler settle this shit so then you guys can regulate how you need to? We would appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Final thoughts on the day. Chris, starting with you, my friend, rock and roll. Uh, it's 2023 now. Um, not when we're recording it, but now that it's out. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a great year. Um, remember, have good risk management, um, regardless of whether you're trading or not. I mean, generally have good risk management. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, if you invest in the right projects, we're going to have a fantastic 2023. Awesome. JB, final thoughts, my friend. Go. Final thoughts, just um, obviously a happy new year, everybody here. Thank you for tuning back in for yet another year of crypto with us, Cheeky Crypto Podcast, the main channel, obviously, Cheeky Crypto. A thanks to Nick and Chris, obviously, for giving us this platform for yet another year. We're, we're going to make this special. Um, but yeah, overall, just I'll end it the same way. I'll end everything. Tight stop loss, great gains, and stay safe in the space. Awesome. And I will end it with make sure you smash that like and subscribe button, and we will catch you in the next one. Take care.